It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. Provocative discussion, intelligence analysis, and fearless comment. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. I don't know about you. I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit buoyed up uh, today. Um, in in terms of, uh, okay, I know we're out of lockdown. We're in tier restrictions. N- not good. Um, I'm, I'm buoyed up by. I was at 54. There's 55 Tory MPs who voted against these new coronavirus uh, measures last night. 16 abstained or didn't vote. We also saw 15 Labour rebels voting against the tiers, plus Jeremy Corbyn. Now some of those voting for different reasons. Some of them think the restrictions should be stricter. Uh, but most of the Labour Party abstained. But we are looking at the re- rebellions against the government getting bigger by, you know, by about 10 or so each time, more abstentions each time as well. And that's Tory majority gradually going away. Uh, this gives me a lot of hope that there will not be enough Tory MPs to vote through a second lockdown. And I wonder whether the Labour Party would actually be willing to vote for a second lockdown in say, February, if we're looking at that again. And I've got no doubt at all the government's going to try and push us towards that again. Um, in which case, I'm feeling a little bit more hopeful. I mean, I'm just just on the edge, on the edge of hope, folks, on the edge of hope. Um, there is a lot of stuff to talk about that is hopeful today. And we're going to try and focus on as much of that as we can uh, with my guest joining me all this morning, Steve Allen, who's, of course, a stand-up comedian, when you're allowed to be a stand-up comedian and also a former chemist. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning. Lovely to talk to you. Um, let's talk about that vote in the comments last night. Um, I made the decision last night to open a bottle of wine and spend the evening with my family. Um, I decided that was the best thing to do after what I felt. I've, I've, I've really, I've, I was really on edge all day yesterday. I've just sort of absolutely had it with this, the madness and, uh, and policies, which I think are costing, well, no, are costing more lives than they're saving and, uh, and, and don't make any sense. I mean, scotch eggs and substantial meals and all of that. I think there's a point when it, frankly, it pushes you past uh, the, the point of sanity. Um, but um, it, 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 in a way, although it was obvious, wasn't it, that the, the Prime Minister was going to get these votes through. Um, the, the Tory rebellions are mounting and the fact that he is less than a year, less than a year into that eight majority and he's already got that sort of level of rebellion on a huge issue like this, um, that has got to be worrying for him. It should be. It should be worrying for him and it should do what I think the system 
is designed to do, it should make him question how much he can just push through. And that's what we need. We need uh, more time considering whether these rules that are being brought in, which I'm sure can make you look tough, need to be analysed more, because that way, you know, he, he should have to struggle to get things through Parliament like this. Yeah. That way we don't have the problem of Scotch eggs and the, the problem of people in parts of the uh, the northwest and and Kent being angry that three boroughs away you've got the the highest and the lowest next to each other and they're all in the same tier so this the system the rules that we're now in are a bit of a mess they should have been designed better and hopefully this warning shot will mean better design will come indeed i mean there were some concessions made by boris johnson yesterday he was making it apparently to the tour of the tea rooms uh, desperate to try and uh, uh, persuade people not to uh, uh, not, not to vote against although again you know pff, nice to know the commons tea rooms are open you know, I'll, I'll, you know we, we can't we can't we're not allowed to sit in our canteen at work or anything i mean you know not allowed to sit, not allowed to go to a cafe for, for and, and sit indoors or anything i mean the, 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 you have to remember where where we are on the rules of course i mean only one percent of the country in lovely tier one well, you know remember tier one tier one was sort of you know a little bit like real life although again still you know you're not allowed to have more than six people whether it's indoors or outdoors and still got the 11 o'clock pubs closing 10 p.m last serving uh and uh, minimal travel again everyone's everyone's shops are reopening the gyms um and of course hairdressing and things like that uh large i mean huge numbers of the country of osmat uh, in tier two um, and that's where you've got no household mixing indoors at all. The rule of six, only outdoors. Uh, pubs and restaurants shutting at 11, of course. Uh, and, of course, this ridiculous alcohol only served as part of what well, we've told. A substantial meal. Now it's a main meal. Are you sitting tables? I mean, frankly, it's just a load of nonsense. Um, tier three is the, is the really, really bad one. Of course, 40% of the population. And that's where there's no household mixing indoors or outdoors at all, whether it's in hospitality venues or not. Pubs and restaurants closed completely unless it's for delivery and takeaway, indoor entertainment closed as well and even the rule of six applying in outdoor public spaces so uh, far more restrictions on people's lives I mean it is it is other than going to the shops uh, and the gym and you know lockdown in all but name um, I, I do wonder you know how long people are going to put up with this I everyone I've spoken to it, it says that this is completely different from the spring lockdown um, and and uh, and how people feel about it not just because the weather and, and, and people thought it was for a short period of time but also because uh, people now are getting to grips with the idea that actually you know, this isn't saving lives and it's costing jobs and the cost is going to be so huge. Um, how long do you think people are going to wear this? Not long, but hopefully um, all you need is to get get us to be willing to stick to some of the smaller rules for a short time yeah. because hopefully, I mean, give, 12 months from now, we'll definitely be in a very different situation unless something goes incredibly I was wrong. I say, you're with much vaccines. more hopeful than I am. <laughs> well, I think by the t- if we get to news today about uh, a vaccine yeah. being approved, by the time we get some of the other vaccines following down the same path, it's not going to change things over winter. So we do have to have a miserable winter and we'll just get it out of our system moan about it if we can get people into because tier three is horrible tier three yeah. is effectively a lockdown other than a few more shops are open or well, they're not because they're all closing yeah. um they're all going out of business yeah. but then if we can get into i mean tier one i know you described it uh, beautifully there's only about three people in it if we can all get into tier one and stop moaning about small rules mm. 
And so that we don't have to be under big rules, we can make it through to spring, well, and that's when they could change. argue again. My argument was: we don't need the rules; you just need to advise people because everyone I know is. But you know, if I, I, you know, would would I go out shopping today if there were crowds in the shop? No, I'd think that was a that was silly. I would spread it out, wait for wait for a couple of days. But again, there's shops that are still actually able to open. Let's talk about this also. This uh, this vaccine. We're told that there could be one of the vaccines uh, could actually be given approval today. Um, there's also an interesting story on the front page of the Financial Times. Bearing in mind the Financial Times is as Europhile as you could get. But they're saying that actually the EU could be the most delayed in the Western world getting uh, regulatory approval for vaccines behind the UK and the US because uh, they're just delaying having meetings. They're not even going to consider whether or not any of these uh, uh, vaccines, whether it's the Pfizer, whether it's Oxa vaccine, the Moderna vaccine, whether or not they, they should have regulatory approval until January. Turns out, because the people who do the meetings, they're all self-isolating ahead of spending Christmas with their families. I mean, genuinely, could you imagine Europe? Could you imagine them putting them, you know, seeing their families over, over, you know, having a vaccine approved to, to, to this way, this route out and saving lives and saving the economy? Um, this is a clear, stark, factual benefit of of being out of the EU so that we can go ahead with that approval ourselves. Doesn't mean it's less safe. Um, so that, I mean, that is encouraging. The big issue, and this is, I do worry about, we're going to talk to Matt Hancock about it later. We spoke to Michael Gove about it yesterday. The rollout. Um, I, I, it's a big logistical exercise, but it's a fairly simple logistical exercise in lots of ways. It's quite straightforward, isn't it? You just need to get as many injections into many people's arms as quickly as possible, starting with the most vulnerable. Um, but there are, obviously, you know, especially with the Pfizer vaccine, there are lots of issues because of the transportation at minus 70 degrees. Um, you, you're a scientist. You know, do, should this be beyond the wit of man to roll this out quickly? No, it shouldn't. I mean, this is one of those things that's so big. You know, we are living through history being written um, that it should be one of the reasons to pull out all the stops. You yeah. know, those you hear the politicians say, we'll move heaven and earth to make it happen. This is this is one of the times we need it to happen because it's a, it's a difficult vaccine to move, the kind of refrigeration needed, and you can't move it too many times. So it needs to go from factory yeah. to the place it's going to be used within four moves, I think it is, I was mm -hmm. reading the other day. So um, it is going to be difficult logistically, but what else have you got to do? <laughs> Yeah. This is the main priority on the list to get yeah. it done. I mean, you know, forget the testing and all of that, but that's another big story today is the care home testing. Uh, we're told that um, more than a million tests have already been sent out to the 400 largest care homes. We're uh, we looking at 410,000 care home residents who, who are desperate for visits. Um, Matt Hancock has said that all residents should be allowed face-to-face -face indoor visits. That sounds great. Can't wait to you know, be allowed to sit inside and uh, with my aunt and, and, and spend time with her. And I know lots of people who haven't been able to have conversations with their elderly relatives because they've got dementia, the like that's going to be absolutely vital it's been something people have been campaigning on something we've been talking about on the show for a very long time just got one issue and i don't want to be a downer on everything i really don't but they they want to use these lateral flow tests which they the ones they use for the mass testing in liverpool now this isn't a matter of opinion this isn't sort of uh conspiracy theorists or hoaxes this is this is test done at port and down this is test done uh, to verify these lateral flow tests this is what the manufacturer acknowledges itself is that this has not a, not, not a high rate of false positives, but a high rate of, well, higher, too high a rate of false negatives. So this is when the test only picks up, this is not my supposition, this is what it says, the test only picks up half of the people with COVID. Now, Sheffield City Council have already said they don't want their care homes to use this. They think the risk is far too great. It gives people a false sense of security, even if they're using PPE, that people who, uh, I mean, there'll be a very tiny, tiny, tiny number of people who, who go to visit um, people in care homes. I mean, absolutely minuscule number. But if half of those get in and they do have COVID and they're, they're tested thinking they don't, 
there is a risk, isn't there? And these is, these are the very people who most need protection. So I'm really in two minds about this. Yeah, I mean, this is another problem scientifically. You're, you're often in a situation where you have to balance speed and accuracy. And Oh, goodness. Accuracy. I was going to say speed and accuracy, and then we had the accuracy of our, of, our, of the broadband going down. Do you say that again? Oh, did it? Yeah, no, I, it, it's random. We, we, it happens. It's the, the joys of uh, broadcasting during the coronavirus era. My internet's in tier three. I think that's what's happened. Um, so, yeah, the, with, with a test like that, the, with you in science, you have to balance your speed and accuracy. This is one that is great for speed. Yeah. But, but the fact that you will miss some of those positives should be OK if we have the mindset where it's not about how much can I get away with under the rules that I've been told. It should be what's the best thing to do. And if we stick to that, it won't be as worrying as I think it's making you feel. Because yeah. uh, if you've got symptoms... And you do the right thing. Most people with um, COVID won't be going near care homes. Yeah, but absolutely. if anyone has that mentality of like, oh, well, I feel okay. I'll just I'll take a test and see. Yeah. No, it yeah. has to be symptoms. First. I mean, I would say even before all of this, you know, I wouldn't go into the care home even if I had a bad cold because you just know how how much how risky that is for for people who are very frail. The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.